Welcome to Beauty Unlocks December Creepmas episodes, where I'll be bringing you all manner of urban legends, creepypasta, and ghost stories. Make sure to lock all your doors, settle down with your hot chocolate, and listen to tales that will surely send a shiver down your spine. Keep this in mind. I'm not here to coddle you, but to scare. I've warned you before. Danger doesn't lurk at every corner. It's just hanging out, waiting for fear and horror to show up. Welcome, friends, to Beauty Unlocks December Creepmas Episodes. We've made it to the final week of these special Creepmas Episodes, and I hope you've been enjoying them as much as I've enjoyed recounting these terrifying tales. I think you know the drill by now. Make sure to lock all your doors. Settle down with your hot chocolate. And get ready. As tonight, I bring you a tale written by Digitama called Tradition. Like every other country in the world, mine has urban legends, myths, and scary stories designed to keep kids from doing dumb and or dangerous stuff they aren't supposed to. One of these is the legend of the Krampus. You've all probably heard of him. St. Nicholas's deformed evil helper who would punish the kids he deemed naughty. All of the young kids in the neighborhood were scared half to death by the mere mention of his name, which of course meant our parents would often use him as a weapon against us, their misbehaving kids. So every year, it was tradition that the day before St. Nicholas Day, or more accurately, the 5th of December, my dad and one of his friends, often my uncle, would dress up as St. Nick and Crumpus respectively, and go around the neighborhood to all the unsuspecting kids' houses to scare them a little, with the children's parents' permission, of course. One of our parents would be filming the events, so we would have something to laugh about when we were older. They had a number of running gags, from the Crumpus having a large bell he would use to notify us of their arrival, and flipping my mom off to St. Nick, giving us candy after we said our prayers and sang some songs we learned in school or kindergarten. But one of their most popular gags was where, during the end of the visit, the Crumpus would pick one kid he deemed as the naughtiest. Usually my cousin who was about four years older than me, since he always knew it was all show. And take him to his evil lair. But in the end, at the pleas of us kids and St. Nicholas, he would let him go, or my cousin would simply run away, and everything would be sunshine and rainbows again. 2005 was no exception. It's the 5th of December, my family and their friends are sitting at our table, us kids hiding behind them, waiting for the moment we would hear that damned bell ring. And then we heard it, 
And like every year, chaos soon ensued. Crying, whimpering, hiding, covering our eyes. But when St. Nicholas and Krumpus climbed up the stairs, we immediately noticed something different. St. Nick, aka my dad, wasn't nearly as cheerful as usually was, and the Krumpus wasn't as eccentric as my dad's friends made him out to be through his acting in previous years. They seemed to be rushing things, making us pray as soon as we stopped wailing, and gave us candy right off the bat, not even asking us to sing our songs. After they gave us candy, they pulled their old reliable gag, the kidnapping. And, as is tradition, they took my cousin with them. This time, despite our pleas and cries for my cousin, they didn't let him go. Instead, taking him with them out the house, slamming the front door, as they did. Half an hour passed, and us kids finally calmed down, with my mom, aunt, and the others wondering where my dad, uncle, and cousin went. Suddenly, we heard the front door open, and there it was again, that bell. And again, chaos. My dad and uncle climbed up the stairs, as St. Nick and Crumpus again, dressed in different outfits than the ones they were wearing before. My mom stood up and said to my dad, Darren, are you two really so juvenile that you have to traumatize these kids twice in one night? My dad replied, Good job, Gina. Now you broke the illusion. And what do you mean by twice in one night? We were late because Andy couldn't find his mask anywhere, so we had to go and get a new one. Suddenly, the room became silent. So silent, actually, that we could hear our own heartbeats. I can remember my aunt's face going from its normal tan color to the brightest shade of white you could imagine, with the realization that her son, my cousin, had been taken by two strangers. My mom then explained to my dad and uncle, now out of their costumes, what had happened. Panicked, the two of them, along with my other uncle, went through the neighborhood, asking people whether someone had already come to their house, posing as St. Nicholas and the Crumpus or if they had seen my cousin anywhere. Nobody knew anything, nor had they seen him. So my dad notified the police about the kidnapping, and a neighborhood-wide search began. The only lead the police had was a photo my mom took of the two imposters after they climbed up our stairway. My cousin was never found, but my aunt and uncle never gave up hope to this day. That day, we learned that Crumpus didn't exist but monsters did, and they still do. They just don't look like one. I hope you enjoyed this story written by Digitama. The mere thought of this happening is even more frightening than Crumpus himself. Tune in on Thursday for our final Creepmas episode. And remember to lock all your doors before heading to bed. Before I bid you good night, I leave you with this. The grim reality is that monsters do exist. And the most chilling thought is that they do not have to hide under our beds or lurk in the shadows. But they walk amongst us. I'm Carissa Vickis. 
And this was Beauty Unlocks December Creepmas Episodes. <laughs>